Today we're going to look at 1 Samuel chapter 17. We're going to be looking at virtually at least two-thirds of that entire chapter, so I'm not going to spend the time reading the whole chapter. What we're going to do is sort of break up the chapter into sections. We will jump from passage to passage, but when it's all said and done, we will have looked at, if not two-thirds, even more of the entire chapter. Facing the Goliaths in our lives, you realize that if you are a child of God, you have a target on you. Satan, listen to me, Satan is after your testimony. And spiritual growth, when it's all said and done, is a threat to Satan. Because if you grow in Christ and you're conformed to the image of Christ, you become a vessel that God can use for his own glory in this world to further the cause of Christ. That's a threat to Satan. Satan knows he can't cause you to lose your salvation, but he certainly does know that he can render you completely ineffective and worthless in terms of the work of the kingdom. You've got a target on your back, Christian. Satan is after your testimony. This is not about divine trials that we're going to talk about today. It is about the enemy's attacks on your life. In order to once again, as I stated previously, render you ineffectively when it comes to the work of the kingdom. As we look at this passage, we're going to find important principles that will help us deal with the Goliaths of our lives. And we will find that every single victory is an opportunity to lead others to Christ. Again, if you have your Bibles with you, open them to 1 Samuel chapter 17. I will give you the background to this story. Israel and the Philistines are ready to go to war. The only thing that separates them at this point is a valley in between them. At some point, this giant Philistine named Goliath comes forth and challenges the army of Israel. And what a formidable challenge he is indeed to those who, as I've stated in a previous message, lose perspective. It's interesting to me that in verses 4 through 7, we find a, an incredible description of Goliath, the enemy, the one who challenged the armies of Saul. We have to understand that the attacks from the enemy that we experience in life can often seem larger than life itself. The Israelites saw Goliath, no doubt, as an incredible threat, as a large threat, one almost hardly to be overcome. 
and it's certainly illustrated by the fact that this passage of scripture give us, gives us great detail about Goliath himself. For if you look at verses 4 through 7, listen to what the description is. A, a champion named Goliath, who was from Gath, came out of the Philistine camp. He was over nine feet tall. Many believe that he was close to ten feet tall. A giant. He had a bronze helmet on his head and wore a coat of scale armor of bronze weighing 5,000 shekels. You know how much his armor weighed? Somewhere in excess of 135 pounds. Can you imagine? If you put something on me that weighed that much, I'd drop to the ground in seconds. This is how big and strong this giant was. In addition to the fact that he had an armor that weighed in excess of 130 pounds, we're told in the text that he also had weavers being, uh, weavers being in a spearhead which weighed somewhere in excess of 30 pounds. In other words, the picture here is that the challenge that was Israel was being confronted with was incredibly big, seemingly impossible to overcome. Does it ever feel to you, O oh Christian, that the problems in your life, the challenges that you face are just too big to deal with? Does it seem like when Satan attacks you, when he comes after you, it's just too monumental to deal with? What will I do? For my enemy is far greater than me and I will not overcome. That is what we say. That is what the Israelites said themselves. Whether perceived or real makes no difference. The devil wants you down. You better understand that. So he will hit hard. As Goliath did, so does the enemy do to us, or does to us. He threatens, and he intimidates. In order to discourage us and overwhelm us, as Goliath did, so will Satan do. He will taunt us in an attempt to weaken us and discourage us. You know how he does that? Through a loss of a job. You know how he does that? Through the death of a loved one, of a friend. You know how he taunts you and attacks you? He looks for your weakest point and your weakest time. And he does it through an unfaithful partner. He does it through gossip, through sin, through disillusion, through the pressure 
of life through uncertainty, something we are all familiar with in this day and age and economy. It certainly seems like the challenge is unsurmountable. How will we experience victory in the midst of such challenge? You know why he does that? Because he knows that if he is successful in intimidating us and in tormenting us, he will fill our hearts and minds with fear. And fear, my friend, is that which will cause you to become paralyzed in your faith. Listen, he wants to eliminate the threat that you are to his kingdom. And whenever you do become a greater threat, it seems like he will set up his attacks. But I have some advice for you. Don't you ever forget that greater is he who is in you than he who is in the world. Always remember the, war, the words of the Apostle Paul, for you did not receive a spirit that makes you a slave again to fear, but you received the spirit of sonship, and by him we cry, Abba, Father. Listen. David was the son of Jesse, the youngest of the siblings. Three of his brothers were already on the front lines, ready to engage in battle with the Philistines. And David would often come to the front lines to bring supplies and food to his brothers, but would then return home to care for the sheep. And on one particular occasion, David comes and sees Goliath and hears the incredible threats that he spews against the Israelites. And how he seems to have no regard or reverence whatsoever for the Almighty. And he's offended by this. But the difference between David and the rest of the soldiers was a matter of perspective. And oftentimes, the difference between those of us who may not experience victory in the face of these enormous attacks and challenges by our enemy and those who do is a matter of perspective too. You see, David understood something that apparently the Israelites failed to understand, including his own brethren, his own flesh and blood, who were part of the army, who were ready to engage the Philistines, though they were paralyzed by fear. In verse 26... It says, David asked the men standing near him, What will be done for the man who kills this Philistine and removes this disgrace from Israel? 
Who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he should defy the armies of the living God? You know what? David understood that apparently the rest of the Israelites, including his own brothers and sometimes we, don't understand? That the battle is the Lord's. It's a matter of perspective, my friend. When, the Satan, when Satan attacks you, he's attacking God. And he's making war against God. And you must understand that if you're going to experience victory in the face of these giant attacks and challenges, you're going to have to understand that at the end, at the end of the day, the battle is not yours. The battle is the Lord's. David said, who is this Philistine who thinks he will defy the armies of the living God? And in verse 32 of this passage, it says, David said to Saul, let no one lose heart on account of this Philistine. Your servant will go and fight him. Oh, my Lord, have you just heard what little David said? This young lad was telling the king of Israel that he would take on this giant Philistine who had literally paralyzed the armies of Israel with fear. How is it that this young lad thought he was about to defeat such an incredible and apparently unsurmountable challenge? Where was the confidence coming from? Well, if you look at verses 34 through 37, listen to what the text tells us. But David said to Saul, Your servant has been keeping his father's sheep. When a lion or a bear came and carried off a sheep from the flock, I went after it, struck it, and rescued the sheep from its mouth. When it turned on me, I seized it, by his hair, struck it, and killed it. Your servant has killed both the lion and the bear. This uncircumcised Philistine will be like one of them, because he has defied the armies of the living God, the Lord who has delivered... Listen to me. The Lord who has delivered me from the paw of the lion... And the paw of the bear will deliver me from the hand of this Philistine. Boy, did David have perspective. Did he know where his ability and confidence to defeat Goliath was coming from? Listen, let me tell you something. You write this truth down because if you put it into practice, it will change your life. God's previous Faithfulness is a sure description or predictor of his future ability. Did you get that? Young David had experienced incredible threats against his own life as a young shepherd. And it was God who had given him the ability to overcome those Goliaths in his life. And because God had been faithful to him in the past, he knew that he would be faithful to him in the future. 
Therefore, the God who delivered me from the paw of the lion and the bear will be the very same God who will deliver me from this Philistine. I will defeat this giant because at the end of the day, it's not I fighting the giant, but it is God fighting the giant through me. Oh, is that perspective or what? Listen, if you are going to face the Goliaths in your life and experience victory, you must understand that the fight is not yours and that you in and of yourself will never experience victory if you attempt to defeat the Goliath in your life on your own. The battle is the Lord's. And if he has proven to be faithful to you in the past, then that should be a sure prediction that he will be faithful to you in the future. The Israelites failed to understand that it was God who would defeat, and they failed to exercise faith in the God they failed to understand would be the one to defeat the Philistines. What an incredible story this is. Listen. Here comes the Philistine, the giant Goliath, and threatens the Israelites, challenges them. He says, listen, if you send out somebody to fight me and he beats me, we will be your slave." But if I defeat him, you will be our slave. And out of all the people who belong to the armies of Saul, David steps out. Young David. Here comes this giant Philistine with 180 pounds worth of armor on him ready to pound David into dust. And here comes young David with nothing more than a sling and five little stones. Can you imagine the scene? Can you imagine what must have been going through the mind of the Israelites, not to mention what must have been going through the mind of the Philistines as they see this young man coming out to confront Goliath, the giant Philistine, who had himself been successful enough in scaring the daylights out of an entire army. Again, where did the confidence that David have come from? I'll tell you where it came from, the Lord. David knew that in and of himself he would be pounded to dust. But he wasn't worried about that because he knew that the very same God who had delivered him from previous dangers, from certain death, would be the very God who would deliver him that day and deliver the Philistines into the hands 
of the Israelites. Listen, that is faith, my friends. That is faith. As you face the Goliaths in your life, as Satan comes after you in order to destroy your testimony, as he seeks to discourage you and overwhelms you with his taunting, Do what David did. Trust God. Understand that the battle is the Lord's. And that God, who has been faithful to you in the past, will be faithful to you again in the present and in the future. And He will cause you to experience spiritual victory. For you know that the war you're in is not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers. You are in a warfare against demons and devils. But greater is he who is in you, and faithful is he who saved you, and who blesses you, and who wishes to see you experience victory. What an incredible story this is indeed. In verse 45 it says, David said to the Philistine, You come against me with sword and spear and javelin. Listen to this. You've got to underline this. But I come against you in the name of the Lord Almighty, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defiled. Listen, listen to what David says. Listen to his confidence and listen to his faith in God. He says, This day the Lord will hand you over to me and I'll strike you down and cut off your head. Today I will give the carcasses of the Philistine army to the birds of the air and the beasts of the earth, then the whole world will know that there is a God in Israel. And you know what happened? Precisely what David said would happen. Are you facing a Goliath in your life today? Are you discouraged, overwhelmed, does it seem like Satan is just beating and battering you? Gain perspective. Trust the Lord your God. Bring your overwhelmed and discouraged heart. Take on his yoke. Listen, here's the advice of Scripture. Cast all your cares upon him for he cares for you. Here is the advice of Scripture. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Here is the advice of Scripture. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Here is a promise from Scripture. Scripture. 
Whatever is born of God overcomes the world, and this is the victory that overcomes the world, your faith. Let us pray. Father, we are so grateful that it is when you are even more real to us when we are facing the Goliaths in our lives. Oh, Lord, may we be a witness and testimony to the world as they see us victoriously defeating the challenges and fiery darts of the enemy. We give you praise and glory in Jesus' name. Amen.